again to you know what say i'm just gonna let you start doing these openers here now um welcome back to our show folks and i have my cavalcade my entourage my posse you know i i went through life many years realizing all i needed was a good posse and that being said without further ado let's welcome back miss donna sugars Wait, are we like a gang? Like, are we going to go snapping down an alleyway and we're <laughs> going to go for a, a rumble? You're a jet or something like that. I, again, I know very little show tunes. So. <laughs> hello, darling. Hello. Hello, hello. Oh. Other people to join us in route. And please welcome also back. He's got a headset now, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome Mr. Honk Cub. Hello. Hello, sir. What's going on? Uh, not too much. How about yourself? I can't complain. Hi. Uh, then, then we have the ever-reliable, ever-durable Mr. Brother Sinatus. Good evening. And the absolutely wacky and crazy Mr. Patrick Walsh from the Screen Queens. Hi, everybody. And Can I say how excited I am to be on with Haunt Cub? Hello. <laughs> this is our first direct contact. It's very exciting. Yes, it is. Well, other than that time before? you spent on X2 together. No, right? we've talked. I mean, but he leaves vo- his voicemails and, and emails, but this is our first live connection. Mm-hmm. M for M. Well, you know, that's yeah. just the joy of the show. It's bringing people together. So, And, of and course, being part of your p- posse hound. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and last but definitely not least, my uh, my Captain Riker, or, uh, yeah, Captain Riker, my number one, Mr. Riker. S- Sater 69 Scott is joining us. Hello, oh, I'm sorry. I was on mute. <laughs> Riker, I hardly know her. God, all right. Funny, funny, funny. Well, hello, Anthony. Hello, everyone. <laughs> you know, I am a professional. I have been doing this for over six years. <laughs> I, I could tell. I could tell. Yeah. All right. You know, as always, you could join us on the Pride 48 chat room. At seven, well, at seven oh seven now, but seven o'clock on Friday48.com Sunday evenings. So, without further ado, let's turn that book open to the book of stories. And Seder, oh, I'm sorry, Patrick, you get to go first and tell us the story that you wanted to talk about this for some reason. I did actually. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, life expectancy increases for North American HIV. Uh, A 20-year-old HIV-infected individual on treatment who is living in the U.S. or Canada can reasonably expect to live into his or her early 70s, which is slightly lower than the U.S. general average of 78, according to a study presented at blah, 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 blah. (laughs) However, there there are notable differences on life expectancy depending on several factors, including transmission group, race, baseline CD4 account, and all these other things. Um, Now, the reason I wanted to bring this up – no, great news, yes. So people are living longer with HIV, which is great. Uh, The reason I wanted to bring this up is just because there's been – tell you what. Why why don't you guys talk? I'll come back. Sorry. I'm going to be weird. Okay. Interesting. Should we wait 
until the next story or which we did? I don't know. Well, I hate that we led with this, but okay. I just wanted to say, I, um, I've heard it on here. I've heard it other places. People are really, really, really eager to believe that everybody with HIV is croaking and croaking really fast. Far from it. Huh? Far from it. But no, we just, we just had a long, we had a long discussion right here and I sat really quietly on it. We're saying like, oh, well, it's ripping your liver to shreds and people are dying from the medications and they're dying, you know, maybe they get five or 10 years out of it. And I just kept quiet because I knew it was, you know, louder people who will just keep plowing over me. But I just wanted to say, oh, look, it's in print that that's not true because people don't want to hear it. I work with, you know, people with HIV and I deal with their families. And oddly enough, even their families don't want to hear it. They're used to putting them in a box that you're going to be gone soon. And, you know, the fact that they're not, it's weird. I can't explain it, but. Who's, I got to tell you, that's not the case at all. I mean, when HIV first came out, yes, two years tops, I think. Sater, on the show, we talked about it for 10 minutes, over twice over the last two episodes, oh. about how HIV was the worst thing ever, and the drugs are killing you so quickly, and it's a death sentence. It's less of a death sentence, but still a death sentence. Well, I think, I think we made and the point that— I, I shouldn't have done it. I, I think we made the point that with with the series of drugs that they have available, you can actually live a very long, fulfilled life from mm. going forward at this stage of the game. So it's it's not really a death sentence, but I agree with you that a lot of people tend to put that up as a yeah. Well, the people who are saying it aren't here, so oh, well, all so. right. Well, why don't we wait till those people are here and then if you could yeah, like, or not, we can move on because there's lots of other things to talk about. Anyway, hooray for us. So okay, well, uh, I mean. Anybody else want to say anything? I'm afraid to. <laughs> Patrick, are you screaming something in the background on your connection where you're you're dropping down a little bit? Am I? No. Okay. Is your is your partner streaming porn? Yeah, you turn know, the bit lore off. You can you can continue bootlegging your porn after we record. Exactly. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised like the rest if you were doing us. that just because that's <laughs> Patrick, do you need a hug? If you had a rough day, it's aggressive enough for him. So I have actually some, and I do. Oh well, here everybody, give Patrick a virtual hug. Ready? One, two, three. Oh, uh, Sater, I give you a little watch the hands. Watch the hands. <laughs> he went for the front. I went for the back. <laughs> All right, on to the next. I'm story. so glad Donna picked now. the next story. <laughs> next story, Donna. Oh, I love the next story. Yay, my turn. U.S. scientific study claims male dolphins are bisexual. What? Oh, what? oh goodness. Um, the researchers have studied 120 bottlenose dolphins in Shark Bay, West Australia, and have discovered, d- discovered, have discovered that their relationships are very complex, and many of them engaged in intense bisexual and homosexual relations. <gasps> oh. <clears throat> that's so fantastic. Well, that's uh, what, yeah. Sorry. The Continue. man says, uh, I work on the male dolphins and their social lives are very intense. Um, it seems that there is constant drama. I have often thought as I watch their complicated alliance relationships and their social lives would be mentally and physically exhausting. And the man says, he's very glad he's not a dolphin. <laughs> wow. So Male dolphins have drama, and they fuck each other, and they have these long relations. I, dolphins are just like people. Dolphins oh. are gay. I think that's isn't that kind of grady article. They're saying they have I, drama, and then they have issues, and then they're in that now they're saying that dolphins. No, and then in the next paragraph they talk about how they form posses. Yeah. Yeah. Results in male <laughs> second-order alliances with between four and 17 males. One gang with seven members have been swimming together since 1995. 
and they will yeah. kick your ass, and then they may or may not fuck your ass. They're gay posses, just like we are. And that's why they, they called him Flipper. 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 Hey. Flipper. Yep. But can they do this whole snapping thing? I don't think they have the digits. No, they go, eek, eek, when you're jet, eek, eek. All right, that was terrible. That was terrible. <laughs> that was horrible. Sorry, that joke did not go through the approval process by Joey. <laughs> hey, by the way, Mr. Larry Queen seems to have joined us from out of nowhere. Yes, I have. Hello, sir. And speaking of Larry Queen, he's just like a dolphin because he's got a blowhole. Oh, oh. Oh, I, you know, I just got out of the shower, too, so I'm all wet. <laughs> I don't know what that I was doing with the dolphins. That's all right, quick, on to the next story, Scott, before we run out of puns for this week. <laughs> oh, we will never run out of puns. <laughs> we need some very important music because it's an update. Oh, crap. Hold on. Incriminating photo of couple arrested on a gay cruise surfaces. Yeah, I'm glad we're do, doing an article about a photo on a podcast. <laughs> well, we were talking all about where? this last week of like what they were actually we doing. Were, but what are you going to embed the photo it's into the podcast up. so that people can see it? Well, that's not a bad idea. Oh, well, yeah, no one's out there now. Of what yeah, celebrity girl. summit passengers John Hart and Dennis Mayer were doing on their balcony when they were arrested by police on the island of Dominica. It's been debated how visible the men were to witnesses at the docks. And an anonymous... An anonymous... Shit! An unknown member of the queer... Slow down, Sater. Take a breath. That's all I'm going to say. The pictures on Queerty and Lord have mercy, they're humping like rabbits. They're butt-fucking. They are. They're butt-fucking. They said they only just, they just came out to the balcony to look over. No, they go, no, no. And they know what they're doing, too, because they're both looking at the dock like, yeah, they can see us. Pause. Rewind. Where can one find these pictures? Who hasn't fucked on the balcony at a cruise? I mean, I haven't, but that's all I hear, that there's constant sex happening on a gay cruise. And yes, but on not, not, in a city not when you're rest. docking. <laughs> not when you're oh, docking. docking, all well, right. Hey, you know what? They were docking. Oh, oh, oh. Well, I think it's even – okay, so what's interesting about this photo? One, it's so clear, and it's like – First of all, they're so close to the dock. It's like, man, you were really risking it there to even do it there. Two, it amazes me the dividers between uh, on the boat here are all these like little frosty glass things, as if this mm-hmm. boat was specifically made just for these incidents. Um, but I will balcony, say, idiot. if you look at the photo, you can only see the guy who's fucking. The guy who was taking that dick, you can't see his face. So technically, the other guy could be well, like, I don't know who he was having sex with. I was not. That wasn't me. Well, Donna, Donna, and we don't know where this picture was taken. Maybe this guy was at the far right of the crowd, and somebody at the far left of the crowd saw, saw everything. Yeah. There was a this crowd? There was a crowd. They were on the dock. Oh, of shocked hair braiders. <laughs> and people selling little children selling chiclets. Although you know, if you look at it really closely, it's possible one of them might have been choking, and the older one was giving him the Heimlich. <laughs> Naked. Well, but wait, ha- well, hey. do you have to actually grab his hips like that when you're doing? I thought you go for the chest when you're doing the Heimlich. Well, maybe it's a different type of Heimlich. Oh, no, they're fucking. There's just there's no way around this, and they this is. I mean, this is 
classic. They got up and they lied their face off. Yeah. <laughs> they lied their They're face like, oh, off. who's going to arrest us? <laughs> and then, oh, really? You're going to arrest us? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm like, idiots. Idiots. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, all right. So that's all we could say about that. Let's go on to the next story. Where are we in this thing? Um, well, nobody picked this one, so I guess I'm going to have to read it. Okay, from Pink News, U.S. student loses court bid over prom policy. A high school student from Atlanta who had filed a federal lawsuit against his school, alleging that the administrators removed him as the student body president as the student body president after he proposed to make the prom more inclusive to LGBT students, has lost his case on the first day of hearing. The 12-page ruling is reported a few hours ago in the Atlanta Journal-Constitution Journal Constitution, denied Rubik Lack's request to be reinstated as student by president. Mr. Lack had alleged that his removal violated his right to free speech and expression, motivated as he saw it directly consequent to his gay-friendly policy. U.S. District Judge Richard Story did commend the youth for his zeal to change policy and also expressed concern over the timing of Lack's removal, coming as it did just a month after his prom idea was announced. In the end, the judge said he had found evidence that Mr. Lack had been removed for other reasons, including his failure to keep his superiors informed of the outcome of the class president's meeting. Essentially, the court- essentially, can I take this part? Essentially, the court finds that Mr. Lack <laughs> is a bright student who aggressively engaged in his causes, but he did not show respect or civility to his faculty advisors or a complete traditional students council quote spirit tasks, which under the bylaws he had an obligation to help carry out regardless of his interest level. My telephone is ringing. Judge <laughs> Story wrote in his ruling. We should do all stories like this. The students at Alpharetta High School in Atlanta had originally emailed the students in December of last year informing of his intentions to make the prom gender neutral. However, a facility advised advisor had asked that the meeting during which it had been discussed moved to a different agenda. He attempted to reintroduce the resolution later, but within a fortnight, he was told by the school that there was no longer the student president. The lawyer Fortnite. for Mr. Lack, James Radford, has released a statement to the effect that they have another suit pending seeking emotional damages from the school and that their seeking of immediate reinstatement was to make sure that all these involved in the z- dispute could testify. The removal from his position threatens his college choice and denied him right to address the school graduation, Mr. Radford added. The lawyer for the school, Todd Hatcher, who is now available for comment, however, the school has released a statement last week that Mr. Lack was removed because he was a poor leader as behaved in a manner not becoming of the student body president. Hmm. Mm-hmm. How convenient. Why do I feel there's more to this story that we don't know? I find it. I find that the real story here is that a gay man was home. Was the president of the student body in Atlanta? It never says he's gay. It never oh. said he was gay. Oh, he's oh. Just oh, progressive. I, I think he might have just been gay, gay, gay friendly. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that was I, yeah. So, so basically, he was trying. What was he trying to do that was different with the with the prom policy? Do we know? Well, he just, was. It was pretty much. He was trying to put in a policy so that, say, I, it sounds like so same-sex couples can attend. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I which I don't. I get see the feeling he with. might have been had good intentions, but he might, 
he might have been one of those individuals who are a little bit like, oh, we're not going to involve the adults. We're just going to do it what we want to do. And then that's basically what got him fired. And then he's saying, you know, oh, discrimination, you know, crying. Is anyone else having hearing problems with Anthony? He's a little skittery. No, he sounded fine to me. A little yeah. skittery. Oh, okay. Maybe it's just me then. Okay. <laughs> he sounds fine. Testing. One, two, fine. three. Testing. That's just the normal way I talk. I stutter. So. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't trying to be mean. No, I was just it I know, kind of sound a little weird on my connection. I okay. But Lay off the Adderall, Anthony. <laughs> it's that Adderall. It's me, bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. I hear people talk about it. I want to be skinny and never want to eat. Oh. <laughs> So, I don't know. Anything else we could say about that? I have a feeling this is going to be a follow-up story to this one. Anyone? Probably. Anyone? Probably. No. Yeah. Most likely. And whenever it takes place in any story relating to a school, they're going to leave out a lot of behind-the-scenes information. Because mm-hmm. whenever you're dealing with any kind of, you know, oversight, i.e., you know, school administration, government administration, whatever, you're not going to get the lowdown. You're just going to get the brush over on facts. Right. There's probably a lot more going on here. I usually charge $10 for a brush over, by the way. (laughs) All right. On to the next. Oh, wait a minute. The next story is... Next story is Donna, and she's jumping back on because she's having technical problems. So we'll take this moment to say if you enjoy this fine quality <laughs> programming that is provided to you free of charge and your donations help keep us on the air. So please give give and give often to a shanty. No, I'm sorry. This week in <laughs> This week in Sorry. Where's Seder? Where? <laughs> should sorry. let Seder do that. Seder, well, why are you Here's you do an extra article. Sater, be my co-host. Promote the shit out of this show. Yeah, send to me, not him. Sater's <laughs> right in the middle of this hot oil treatment. <laughs> and send your donations to anybody. Just send a donation. So. And leave us an iTunes review for the love of God. Yeah, there you go. That just do an iTunes review and do it for Judy. Or join our Facebook or Google Plus page. Either either of those two will make me happy. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you guys hear? Uh, I guess there's another story on this website about uh, wrestler Hulk Hogan Mm-mm. is oh. uh, to sue his former wife for defamation after she used a radio interview to promote her autobiography to claim that her ex-husband had a gay relationship with fellow WWE star Brutus Beefcake. Actually, I've that, I've heard that before too. Yeah, I heard about the story. I didn't hear about the lawsuit. Yeah. Oh, okay. If it's not true, who cares? Like, honestly, like, just is he really worried? I think Hulk Hogan needs to worry about just him losing hair at this point. So. No, Hulk Hogan needs to be more worried about all the money he's lost and how he's going to support his terrible daughter's singing career <laughs> and his weird son's overwhelming desire to drink and drive. Yeah, yeah. He's got other shit to worry about than someone saying, oh, he fucked another wrestler. Well, too, he was supposedly (laughs) dating some other girl that was like a younger version of his wife for a short period or something like that. Jennifer McDaniel. Thank you. Wow. Scary. Uh, anyhow, let's not, let's not give them any more credit than they already have. They get the... Is Donna back yet? Yes, I'm back. Oh, yeah, okay. Donna, this next story is yours, dear. Fabulous. Oh, teacher sues Lamar University for forcing her to attend a gay <laughs> show. You oh, bastards. At, gu- at gunpoint. No, no, no. no. <laughs> 
Um, the theater and dance teacher in Texas has filed a lawsuit against Lamar University, claiming that the college discriminated against her on grounds of religion when she failed to attend a gay show. Now, according to... Um, whoever that person is, um, the department sought to bring in Tim Miller, an artist who campaigns for gay marriage, to perform a gay-themed show. But in response to several complaints, the show was canceled. So as retaliation yeah. against that, several students organized a show called Coming Out Collection, and Miss uh, Osman, the teacher, refused to attend. Uh, and then during her annual review... Her failure to attend the event um, was put as a negative point in her evaluation, and it gave, uh, which gave her an unacceptable grade. And so she's filing this grievance and this lawsuit, uh, saying that it's, I mean, against her religion and all that, whatnot. Um, the only thing I find really interesting about this is that I understand the evaluation process for teachers. Um, her not attending one show. Gave her an unacceptable grade? No. Yeah, that's Pretty sure there was other things involved with her unacceptable grade. Also, dance is a very diverse thing. There's, it, dance is a very diverse field. So I, I think that a, as a dancer and as a dance teacher, they should be willing to see all different types of dance. Like, I mean, it is Texas. Like, what? Is she, what's next? Is she going to discriminate if there's some hip-hop dancers that want to come in? Like, I don't know. I don't, this reminds me of that story that we had a while back where the woman was suing her college because she was going to be a therapist and they were forcing her at gunpoint, you know, to give therapy to uh, gay and lesbian people. And that was against her religion, too. Well, then Fuck maybe she people. should leave Fuck this these people. Fuck no, these but, people. <laughs> but if her religious beliefs are so important to her, maybe she needs to go ahead and quit her job at Lamar College and go work for an exclusively Christian college. There you go. That's a good support idea. Support her extreme religious beliefs. If you are going to go to a college that is funded by the government, uh, you can't discriminate because uh-huh. the government can't discriminate. <laughs> yeah. I ain't paying for you to be a bitch. <laughs> the only person who's getting paid to be a bitch is me. Oh, you're getting paid? How are you getting? Wait a minute. What are we paying you? <laughs> oh, well, Sater worked that out a long time you're ago. We'll say nothing. I, then I go, I'll double it. <laughs> no, no. Sater's already worked his payment schedule out. We're paying in trade. Oh, well, there you mm-hmm. go. All right. Well, I think, Donnie, you said it all right there. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else want to say anything? I mean, I think I pretty much agree with everything you said. Yeah, I do too. Wow. All right, moving on. Next story. We're actually going to retitle the show from this week in gay until I think there's more to the story. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I mean, it, it, I, I hate these stories that just show like no. Did no one ask the obvious question? Like that's a pretty obvious thing. Like. She doesn't attend one dance title, and suddenly it's like, oh, you're unacceptable. And she like, was really? in the drama department. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. The, the, no. the, the, Faggots are in the drama department? How do you get to be the head of the drama, the theater and dance department, and be a huge homophobe? It doesn't make any sense. No, not at all. Like, aren't there no men in your theater and dance department? Because I'm pretty sure. Unless she's one of those people that's really clueless. And basically just did not have a clue to, oh, wait a minute, you guys are gay? I just thought you were happy. Normally you mean Michelle Brockman? Give me Brockman? a fucking break. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Hey, it's okay, dear. Just have another corn dog and sit down and be quiet. <laughs> they really should include photos of these people. I want to picture because you know what I'm picturing in my head. I'm picturing. Fat, oh, I'm sure it can be found. Sting like I got my floral print dress from a like big piggly wiggly. <laughs> um, look at my perm. I love my my giant perm. And the you only makeup I ever need is some lip gloss. Hold on a second. If she was the, the, if she was the head of the yeah. If she was the head of the department, there's got to be pictures of her out here. I'm Googling. Please continue. Oh, okay. Oh, Lordy. All right. Uh, Patrick's on the case. All right. Uh, Honka, please continue. Huh? No, we didn't. Did we do the Texan woman charged with gay hate crime? Oh, no, we did not. Uh, I'm sorry. Brother Sinatus, I totally marked that accidentally. <laughs> I, I was enjoying my nap here. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Please tell us what's going on. I'm sorry. 71-year-old Texas woman charged with gay hate crime. A 71-year-old Texas woman was yesterday charged with committing a hate crime after being accused of beating and choking a 25-year-old man with a wooden cane (laughs) because she believed he was gay and had AIDS. How does this happen? (laughs) Well, just reading the rest of the story... um, it sounds like she ended up yelling at her son to, uh, is no longer my son. He is sided with the idiots next door. Sounded like her son found a boyfriend. Yeah, but, but, but she's 71 and she's, well, first of all, 71, 25. That can't, she can't be, let's see, has AIDS and was going to kill her. Wait a minute, let's see, she was free yesterday and it, uh, How's that? And she can't. That can, she cannot be her son if she's seventy-one. And he's twenty-five. No, it's it's son? Well, her son's got to be probably about fifty, but um, oh, not necessarily. Uh, well, yeah, that's. Uh, yes, yeah, it's choking uh, a twenty-five-year-old. Well, first of all, what twenty-five-year-old can't get away from a seventy-one-year-old lady? <laughs> that's what I want to know. I mean, is he really out of shape? The she could be Kathy Bates. I mean, well, it's. Yeah. You know, it sounds like that uh, he had some injuries from Hurricane, but, uh, you know, he did the good thing that a young man shouldn't beat up a sick old woman. Just run. I would. I'd Just beat her ass. You know, I have to say, I am torn bet- between chastising her for her homophobia and saying, you go, girl. <laughs> I guess the, the only thing I'm finding mm. interesting is that somebody in Texas decided to charge a gay or a hate crime. Well, that's interesting as well that they actually have a hate crime being charged there. But I'm just I'm just I mean, I'm just I'm just amazed. I'm, what 25 year old can't run away from a 71 year old? I mean, seriously, <laughs> that's what I want to He's in a BDSM and like he doesn't feel it. I, I, I don't just, know. I just, or he was enjoying it. I, she might Ugh. be a woman of largeness. He might be I, a man of smallness. You never know. I, I've seen the picture. She is a woman of Cup largeness. Holding. Uh-huh. It just doesn't – once again, these stories – all the stories this week, it's like they're, we're missing the rest of the story. Okay, this just in. I can't find a picture of this woman. However, she is not the head of the theater and dance department. She sued – the head of the theater and dance department. She's just a teacher, but they do not say of what. Ah. And what is Lamar? What kind of school is it? And it, is it a state school or is it a... See, I don't know. It just makes me think of Lamar. Lamar Latrell. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it just makes me think of LeBar Burton and Reading Rainbow. That too. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. That's an update from our reporter on the scene, Mr. Patrick A. Walsh. Back to you. Whatever All right. Your name is. Next, we have uh, for uh, man, men. More man, men are being jailed for doing stuff. Uh, and Hawk Cup gets a real story. 
Yes. United Arab Emirates men jailed for kissing. Two men have been sentenced to six months in prison after a witness claimed he saw them kissing on the streets of Abu Dhabi. The two unnamed defendants again told court they were hugging each other while the European said he kissed his friend on the head as he was leaving the UAE. Their defense lawyer asked court to acquit them on the grounds the witness gave contradicting statements. Mm-hmm. The paper said a man who happened to be driving in the area saw the two hugging and kissing each other on the mouth. He told court that he was not first sure of what he had seen, so he turned back and saw them kissing again. The court sentenced them to six months in jail and ordered their deportation after serving their prison terms. That they were, they too were charged with committing an indecent act in a public place. It said. All right, so United Arab Emirates are our douchebag country of the week. Three, two, one, <laughs> douchebag. I've well, actually been there. You've been there? Yeah. What's when I was in like? the Navy. Yeah. What's it like? Uh, very sandy. <laughs> Besides <laughs> the obvious. <laughs> yes. And very hot, you know. Well, you're right there in the middle of the equator, I think, aren't you? Uh, roundabouts. Yeah, so you're right by Oman. I mean, you're right. You're right next to Oman. I mean, any country next to Oman is going to be hot. So, I believe it's pronounced Oh Man. (laughs) Okay, so I looked up Lamar University. Lamar University (laughs) is one of the fastest growing universities in Texas. And it's part of the ding, Texas ding, ding, State ding, University ding, System. So it's a state school. So, yeah. so it's a state school. Um, it is accredited through the Southern Association of Colleges and Schools. And then something about equal uh, affirmative action college. Well, uh, you I know, the rules in Texas always are run a little bit differently down mm-hmm. there. So. I know. I watch GCB. I know what goes on. Oh, my God. I love that show. What's I know. GCB? It's fantastic. What's GCB for those of us who do Oh, what? GCP, uh, for people who live under a rock, <laughs> um, is a really hilarious TV show that features um, one of the queens of all gays, uh, Kristen mm-hmm. Chenoweth, mm-hmm. who um, bowed down at her greatness. Uh, she <laughs> And GCB originally stands for Good Christian Bitches. Oh. And uh, it's a book series, and uh, ABC. It's, uh, yeah, oh, it's, it's fan- deliciously it's dishy. Fucking fantastic, and it's also got the uh, blonde girl from Popular. Which, if any of you ever watch Popular, I love you. That was my show. Growing Better up. than RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, it's it's not, different. It's an actual show. Oh. It's not a reality show. <laughs> oh, it's oh, it's, it's so cunty. Gotcha. Like I really just, if I could die and come back as anyone, I want to come back as her mother. Like I fucking love this so woman's So it's like a Desperate Housewives type thing. Oh, no. so much better. better. So much better. So much gayer. Just so much bitchier. Delicious, Joy delicious stuff. Anyway, the gay guy on the show. Oh my god. Okay. Well, actually, all the guys are very hot on the show. Ooh, I want that priest which, girl. Which, I want it on. I want to get inappropriate with it's a priest. It's on tonight at ten Patrick, o'clock. Oh, Patrick, I'm watching Game of track, I'm trying. Okay. <laughs> Carson Daly apologizes to Glad. Now, before I read the story, I just want to say Give the re- uh, wait, I had to write. Give the recap of what happened this week. Yeah, I, I didn't know I, what the sexual story was. I am. Just give me a second. This is another important addition to the story is that when I, uh, I had to write Anthony today to fix the show notes because when I so, uh, selected this story, I don't know what I did, but I changed the title of the, of the article to Carson Daly apologizes to Patrick, and I couldn't change it back. <laughs> so that son of a bitch. <laughs> It's Google Docs, dude. He has to grovel. And actually, it doesn't say what he did in this article, but what he did was um, – he. I don't remember – I don't know what the context was because I got so mad at the article, but he 
Oh, he was talking about the pilot that flipped out on JetBlue. And he said, uh, it was screaming anti-gay stuff. He said, well, you know, it's a good thing there weren't any you know, gay people on the plane because, you know, they wouldn't have been able to take him down. Or something uh-huh. along those lines. Basically, because let, they were too let's, early. Let's, let me find the original quote. Hold on. Yeah. So... You guys if that is keep, what keep he's going. implying, I'm a fucking big bitch. According to everyone at Pride 48, I'm 12 feet tall. Mm. <laughs> That's what I heard. I, I heard. I heard you're 17 in heels. But I got so pissed when I read this because immediately I thought of my friend uh, Mark Bingham, who was on uh, you know the flight that crashed in Pennsylvania on 9/11. He was the rugby player that you know allegedly helped almost take them down. And so I just to have this little shit bag. His mother, you know, called Carson Daly and just chewed him out. I know. Good. I know. Well, She's a lovely woman, too. So. Well, wait a minute. Let me find the original quote here to make sure we're being accurate here because um, – I got it. But, okay, even if we're not being accurate, is Carson Daly not a douche? Like, well, I mean, we're all saying well, he's a you know douche. I, I, I need to hear it in the context because it's it, – it, once again, the way sometimes – we're going to echo. Who's got echo? Okay. Okay. Who's got fucking echo? God damn it. Ah. Carson Daly said in a hype. Okay. Uh, Routers purports that jet, the jet flu flight was full of, oh, God damn it, was full of people heading down to a security conference. Daly joked that with his luck, the incident with the pilot would have occurred on a flight heading down to the gay pride parade and his homosexual buddies would never have been able to subdue the pilot, which he said in a high-pitched gay voice. Gay voice. He said, with my luck, it would have been like, oh, this is the flight going to San Francisco. Oh, my God. We were going to the floral convention. Can we get a little help up here with this pilot? Oh, my nails. Is that what he said? I want to punch him in That's the what face. It says. That's what it says. But I'll break a nail. Well, it's not funny. <laughs> it's it is not funny. It's I'm a really stupid. That the say. joke wasn't funny. That it necessarily was homophobic. <laughs> well, Anthony, if that was the case, you'd be in so much trouble because you're never funny. I know. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Patrick. I set you up. You knocked out of the park. Good you would have been lynched by now. Good job. Good job. Well, my thing is. Does he still have that horrible TV show? I'm surprised he's still around. He was like, he's but, yeah, West loser. Or- Oh, no, the TV thing? I don't think that's on anymore. No, I didn't. He, was, he, he said had he has a radio night show, I thought. This uh, happened on his radio show, whatever that is. He has a radio show? The yeah. fuck has him on the – who listens to him? Yeah. Well, MTV died. Who listens to anything but Why didn't you take him with him? You know, I, I love it when people work are like, you know, do you listen to so-and-so? I'm like, nope, I listen to podcasts. I don't listen to commercial media. So – I yes. I don't even know who's even on the radio anymore. No, I don't. I haven't listened all, to terrestrial radio in God. The radio was all a bunch, bunch of uh, loudmouth idiots, or usually the morning zoo or something like that. They're always told what to say, what to promote, and I equate our local radio show to basically helping provide the candor for us going into Iraq. So I stopped listening. Oh. To, I, I stopped listening to radio once that shit started going out, and I'm like, Are you fucking kidding me? And the, I'm not gonna lie. The last time I listened to terrestrial radio is when Howard was there and once mm. he moved I I I stopped listening. Howard I listen for traffic news when I drive. That's about it. Yeah. Howard Stern and I followed for many years and then got married and started becoming all bitchy and it's, it's like, well I went down to this resort and there was ants in my and I'm like, well fuck you, you even have money to go down to a resort. And then I just went, you know what, I'm done. 
oh, wow, someone who hates a celebrity for being rich. How original, Anthony. <laughs> well, I don't mind wow. a celebrity being rich, but when you bitch about it all the time. Meanwhile, back to this weekend. Back to the story, anyhow. Back to white people's problems. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. Donna, you have the next story. Maybe I don't want the next story. Okay, Thank fine. you. <laughs> Oh, goodness. What does CAS stand for again? Kansas. Kansas. Oh, <laughs> one of those middle American places. Oh, where Dorothy's from. Okay. Kansas House approves Catholic-backed bill that legalizes anti-gay discrimination by an overwhelming vote of 89 to 27. Does that doesn't equal 100? I don't Okay. Tonight, the GOP-dominated Kansas House voted to legalize anti-gay discrimination based on religious object, uh, objections. The bill, which was sponsored by Reverend Lance Kinzer, Douchebag. is primarily aimed at a small college town of Lawrence, the one remaining place in the entire state where gays have some legal protection. Lawrence? Sorry, I'm done now. Okay, so now that it is legal in Kansas for religions to be discriminatory, um, I'm starting my own religion. Um, I'm calling it Sugars. So um, (laughs) if you're going to be a reverend in the House of Sugars, you're going to have to please me. Oh, baptize me. Baptize me. The baptisms are only done in my room late at night. Oh, all right. Mm -hmm. Very special. I can't believe Kansas did this. I am never going to listen to Carry On My Wayward Son ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, play the game tonight. But Patrick, just, you okay, change. we're just dusting the win. Is, is is there, there, is there anything in Kansas who, like, I mean, is there any reason for me to give a shit about the entire state of Kansas other than Dorothy was from there? Well, long well I heard everything's up to date in Kansas City. Well, <laughs> well it's important to understand that, and it's, just, it's important for us to educate people. Oh my God, Sater, get hold of yourself. Is this a reference that we all should know? It's from Oklahoma. Oklahoma. <laughs> Everything's up to date Big in Kansas, Kansas right. City. Oklahoma. <laughs> all right, so, anyhow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh so my gay god. People this... are allowed to dictate um political policy. Well, okay, well then they're no longer exempt from tax status this... as per yeah, the this... law. So let's go ahead and tax all those Kansas religious churches and see how long they stay open well, having this, to pay property this is and income probably tax. come down to a court case. I, I can imagine this going to court, but it just it just goes to show it's very important for us to show that people in rural areas that don't are have, stupid are, are stupid well i would say stupid my my psychiat- psychiatrist says stupid is another word for self-defeating which mm. may be the case but when you don't have education you don't educate your people and they're surrounded by this anti-gay religious bullshit not all religious because i'm sure blue jeans guys listening but uh. When you when you're surrounded with all this other you know this this hatred and stuff, this is what happens because it's not you're not thinking on forming logs based on science 
in logic. It's this. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You used a bad word just there. We're going to have to go ahead and edit that out. What, um, you Kansas? can't talk – you can't put science in the same uh, conversation with religion. That's It's an evil word. No, no. That's it. You should keep religion out of science even though some people would argue that they're both the same. I have one of those books. But um, – <sighs> But you no, know, it's just it's it's this it's this typical we think it, we know what's better for you nanny state bullshit, which just we have to vote these people out. And what says a lot of this will go away once this baby boomer generation starts dying off. Well, also just normally when any kind of um, was, you know, when the tides turn with certain things like this, like with black. With women's lib and you know with equal rights for blacks and all that stuff, usually the, the opposition starts to fight really hard just before it collapses. Yeah, this is the last straw. Last no, gas stuff. Well, no, and you made the comment about the baby boomers. Um, if you are noticing, like, I mean, I notice it a lot. I lately, I think that the upcoming generation of anti-gay hateful people i think are worse than the baby boomers worse, i think that they're these less. they're less. The, no i i honestly don't think so because they i mean they tend to have the loudest voice they are i mean some of these young people that are just hateful i mean are so hateful and i i don't want this to come across as racist but i follow a lot of stuff on twitter i follow homophobes on twitter who all he does is retweet people who tweet homophobic comments mm-hmm. 95% of the comments that people make on twitter that are super anti-gay are made by black people well, which i'm like well that, i mean that's a whole less than 100 less than 100 years ago you guys were being just as discriminated as we are so only for a moment, then the moment's gone. <laughs> oh, my dream. I'm sorry. Last, last week, did you guys happen to jump on the story about the NOM that was uh, inciting tensions between blacks and gays? No, actually, could you fill us in on that one? Because I, I'm not sure. I, I needed to say, oh, that was a pip. Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't recall the entire thing. I didn't read it all, but I found it very interesting because what you just mentioned about seeing a bunch of tweets about uh, blacks spreading gay gay hate. uh, Oddly enough, I'm going to have to mention a movie, the the movie The Hunger Games. There was a slew of of people who Mm. that were apparently white people. Who started slamming? The okay, that- I can actually tell you okay. this, this story real quick. I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry. Let me make it real quick. I make it super fast because it's super interesting. Okay, in the books they talk about the character Rue, who um, is this young girl from this District 11, and in the book they do no, say no spoilers. She, no spoilers. All I'm gonna say is that they said in the book just once that she had dark skin. But if you talk to anyone who read the book, people all imagine she was white. They're all picturing a young white girl in the movie she was cast as a african-american this cute little adorable little mulatto she is so cute i loved her hair and i cried when when okay i'm not gonna say anything okay um but the slew of people saying that it was super racist and there were literally people on twitter white people on twitter saying oh now i don't even care this that oh i i don't i don't want to ruin this but they no, don't don't just okay don't. But anyways, they there was Race of, they were remember. they were angry that this beloved character was cast with a black actress, basically in a nutshell. And, and what does this have to do with the Republican? Because Trump? because previously, I have also heard that in political campaigns, they create 
false Twitter and Facebook accounts to oh, incite yeah. shit. Mm. So I'm thinking that a lot of those accounts were fake, and it was yeah. All- they, they there was a there was a memo that got intercepted, Anthony, from the NOM, basically detailing the entire plot, not plot, but plan, the whole plan to divide blacks and gays and turn us against each other. You know, it's a divide and conquer sort of a thing, and it was all very specific. And all of a sudden, everyone's very quiet. It was, you know, uh, what's, her name? what's that cow who runs? Scary to read it. When you read it, you're like, holy fuck! It was scary. Who's the cow who runs that, Maggie? Maggie, Maggie, what's her ass? Yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, she was supposed to be on like Nightline or something to talk about it and didn't show. So they just had this empty chair that they interviewed. It was very oh, weird. That's right. That's the one that Lawrence O'Donnell was talking about, right? The empty chair. Yes. Yeah, so, well, I mean, we knew that was going on. Empty chairs, that's empty tables. We actually have physical proof now with a letter. I'm making mean, a girl will sit no I mean, more. Go, mm-hmm. <laughs> go on, Patrick. I'm no, now you go on. Song. Anyhow, I, I don't want to interrupt him. He says such a pretty voice. Um, pretty. But, uh, but no, I mean, we, we, you know, ah. this is the thing. We know from our experience as gay individuals of all this bullshit that happens in back doors. And what's funny is when you tell people this, they're like, oh, no, you're exaggerating. Oh, no, that would never happen. And then every once in a full blue moon, something leaks, and they're like, oh. Okay, well, I guess you were right. And we're like, yeah, you see, these, you know, Fox News is anti-gay, you know. Nam is trying to divide us, you know, all this other bullshit. It's like, you know, you try to tell people, it's like, connect the lines. They're like, you can't connect the lines. And then when actually something comes out to connect the lines, they're like, oh. So, I mean, I don't know what to say, but people, uh, this goes on over and over and over again. (sighs) Wake up. Anyhow. There's my rant for the week. Mm. On to the Turkish army with Mr. Brother Sinaitis. Okay. The Turkish army grants a waiver of the mandatory service requirement if you are gay, but you have to prove it. <laughs> hey. Ahmet, a young man in his 20s, told officials he was gay at the first opportunity after he was called up. They asked him, do you like football? Whether I wore women's clothes or use women's perfume? <laughs> oh, I'm Said, exempt. I had a few days beard and I was a masculine guy. They told me I don't look like a normal gay man. He was then asked to provide a picture of himself in women's clothing, which he refused. (laughs) But he offered to give him another picture of him kissing another man. Um, Wayne needs a pink certificate. Yeah. (laughs) Did you all know I have a new job? Uh, I'm go down uh, and help these guys out. Oh yes, I, I will. I, oh, girl, I could help people get into drag real quick to get out of military service. Uh, well, I could make a fortune. First of all, mandatory military service is bullshit, and anybody living in a country that does that should leave that country immediately. Um, I don't see anything wrong with that, but that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, it's a whole other yeah. discussion. But I am curious. Mm-hmm. So, how do you say the impaler in Turkish? <laughs> If you're doing it right. <laughs> but um, bum, bum. Yeah, I just think it's funny. It's like, okay, prove to your gay. We want to see you with a, a woman's clothing. Um, I don't have any woman's clothing. Uh, no, I'm moving clothing. to Turkey. I'm moving to uh, Turkey. I'm he's all- only taking three cocks at a time. You call that gay? My grandmother could take three at a time on her deathbed. And she did. I don't know why they're talking. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Any other thoughts on this before we go to the last story? I'm moving to Turkey. All right. 
Today, Donna Sugar reports she's moving to Turkey. <laughs> All right, but you'll have to be in military. You'll have to join the military mil or prove it that you're uh, not. I've well, been in I plenty of military. We... Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> military Wait, porn. But... No, he's fucked a lot of men in the military. Girl. Oh, I don't doubt it. He has had some play, honey. He's from Monterey. <laughs> with the last story, please. All righty. Students in California may be asked to declare sexuality when enrolling. Speaking begin declaring. Declaring. <laughs> Prospective students at the University of California and California State University campuses may be asked to volunteer information when applying or enrolling next year on whether they are LGBT. This partially arises from an obscure state law aimed at discerning whether students at said institutions are getting enough services, including counseling. But according to the Los Angeles Times, there are concerns about privacy. Since 2006, the University of California has asked about student sexual orientation in an annual informal poll about campus life, but without using student names. The shift comes in response to a law signed by Governor Jerry Brown last autumn, which called for educational institutes to adopt policies discouraging bullying of LGBT students. The law also asks, but does not require state campuses to allow students to state their sexual orientation. Do you want me to go on? No, I think that that's pretty much the whole point. So do we think this is an overreach of what they should be doing, or this really is something that's meant to be good? It can be taken either way. I, I'll make it super quick. I, I think it can be taken either way. If students are saying that they are gay, that's offering mm -hmm. this, the, the campus, that's giving them a real good idea of how many gay students there are, and so they might be able to offer better services. But I can understand how that can be taken out where – I mean, just like where, oh, we only have to let in so many of this color and that color. Oh, yeah. we really only have to let in so many of the gays. Well, not only that, but they could also use that to distribute, you know, money to certain groups and not use Yeah, but there's you know, no reason for them to know everybody's names. If it was an anonymous poll, that would be one thing. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Is they, are they asking this specifically on your admission form or is this something that's anonymous? Well, I think that's what it said. Yeah. Hold on. Let's go back and review. Because it could be something that's like, well, we want to make sure we put the gays in different rooms so they're not fucking or something like that, you know? Ah, what's wrong with that? Well, no, that's what – well, they separate the, the men from the females in dorm rooms, and so they're probably <laughs> – uh, Not all of them. Yeah, okay. Maybe back in 1950s, Grandma. <laughs> yeah. Well, 1994, when I was in college, or in the 98 – Back at Bedrock U. <laughs> yabba dabba do. Um, no, no it's, I mean, it's, on, it's on their application. So if this, before they can get in the yeah. school, they're supposed to – yeah, but their yeah, name's but, on their application. But, I'm, but so. I'm thinking it's like, well, they figure, well, we got to make sure we separate the boys from the girls so they're not fucking – we're not liable for – I mean maybe if we get the awesome place, you know, the awesome dorms with, you know, the, 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 the hot tubs and the, the – the, I got nothing. <laughs> I mean if you look at it, Dan Savage and uh, Rick Santorum were in the same dorm and I'm sure there was lots of fucking between the two of them. So I don't allegedly, see there's anything wrong with that. Allegedly. Oh, oh, I'm, oh well, why else would Rick Santorum for Stan Savage to sign something saying he would never talk about what happened in college? It was, it was Am I the only one that thinks that's just a made-up thing for Dan's show? No, uh, no. I, I don't I, believe I that the with a pink bowling ball. I sort oh. of wonder that too, but I anyhow. looked. At, I tried to Google it, and there's nothing at all about 
the two of them being college roommates. Yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry. there, Hunk up. But hey, it's been great, panel. It's time to go to new rules. No, I'm kidding. I actually, we have to wrap up the show. So without further ado, I'll give everybody a chance to promote their stuff. And uh, we'll start with the returning champion, Mr. Hunk Cub, in my upper left-hand corner. Hello. Um, you can find me as Hunk Cub on Twitter and Google+, and in our new podcast with a couple other folks called Life on the Shit List. We're not quite yet on, uh, on uh, iTunes, but we are available on our, sh- on our actual website, lifeontheshitlist.com. <laughs> on, on your shit site? <laughs> yes. What's the oh. URL? lifeontheshitlist.com alright folks All right. go check that out and uh, that guy in the background there what, what, what are you wearing in your photo like a Hawaiian shirt Patrick I'm sorry I don't see a photo in his photo it's he's got like a Hawaiian shirt on or something like that he's in the audience oh he's in the audience for Total Request Live okay um, what I don't know what photo that is. It's probably it's probably from my concert two weeks ago with the New York City Gay Men's Chorus. I believe that was my costume for Love Shack, if I'm not mistaken. Now there's a woman standing behind you. Yeah, with her arms yeah, up. With her arms raised. Are you sure it's a woman? I don't know. There's That's a lot of drag queens in that number. There's a lot uh, of drag queens possible. in that number. Anyhow, it's Patrick. Tells anyway, me. I am the host of the Screaming Queen horror podcast where uh it's about as goofy as it is gory and you can find me at www.screamqueens.com that's queens with a z i just saw what patrick looked like for the first time he's adorable i'm sorry sorry sorry. (laughs) (laughs) thank you first military service outing soon Ooh, uh mr brother sinatus oh you can find me in audio boo and on twitter and uh google plus and mr uh larry queen you can find me on the Twitters as Q Sledge. You can also find my podcast, The Brain Hammer Cast, on iTunes. All right. Then last. Yep, that's a drag queen behind me. That's Love Shack. So just so you know, that and, is uh, a drag queen. Donna, did I do you yet? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think we've had the, the pleasure. <laughs> it wouldn't work. I'm way too short. <laughs> Fine. No, no. I mean, it's, 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 it's more, trust me, it's, it's more for your benefit. <laughs> I'm sure that you could get yourself some mountain climbing equipment and clown, <laughs> climb Mount Sugars. <laughs> climb Mount Sugars. That's all. Awesome. Or climb Mount Sugars. sugars. I'm Donna can I just, Sugars. Can from I just the... take the lift. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to go there, girl. You set yourself up. And then that mountain is a double diamond. Uh... <laughs> Any of men have. Oof, no, I'm not kidding. I'm not even going to go there. Oh, darlings. Well, I'm Donna Sugars from the Big Silly Homo podcast. You can find me at BigSillyHomo.com or on Google Plus and Facebook and Twitter. Just type in Donna Sugars. And, Kisses. And last but not least, Mr. Showtunes himself, Mr. Sayer69. Hi there. I'm Scott. I'm the host of the Seder Sphere podcast. You can find us on iTunes at Seder, the Seder Sphere. Or you can go to our website at www.satisphere.blogspot.com. All right. And there you go, folks. And I'm Anthony. You can check us out at thisweekingay.com. Go there, donate, and donate often. We appreciate it. And you can also check me out on upcoming episodes of Ashatino Lemon. Return to the airwaves hopefully soon. So that being said, join us next week. Same time, same bat channel. And stay tuned for Country Bar West coming up next on Pride48.com. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.
while Seder was really loud in my headphones. What's wrong with my headphone? Hello? Microphone is not really quiet. Hello? Hello? Okay, there we go. What are you doing calling already? I got a dingle doodle. You got a 10 minutes to go. I got a dingle doodle. You better not be yelling at me. Yeah, Seder was trying to jack off real quick before we start. Oh, okay. Well, I just, I was getting my things ready, and I got the, the bloom, 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 bloom thing, so don't be yelling at me. Anthony, why are you calling us so early? You're not even here. <laughs> does he have his mute on again? Because that was funny. Probably does. Oh, <laughs> see, <laughs> you're an idiot. <laughs> that would be a yes. <laughs> oh my God! You once, <laughs> twice, three oh. times a moron. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? Why? Why are they not responding to my comments? <laughs> Same reason we weren't responding last week to your comments, you fool. Oh, what's even funnier is this landfall thing's got a little laser on the end of the microphone to let you know when you're in mute. And I it's completely outside my peripheral vision. Oh, that's funnier than hell. All right. <laughs>